The Download with DP, a weekly podcast talking about high school and college sports right here in Central Illinois. I'll discuss what I saw in the past week, what's coming up on Channel 1450, and what we're looking forward to. Episode 10 is here for Season 3. We are cruising right along and already in Week 6 of the high school football season. This week's guest is another great football mind and someone I consider a good friend of mine. Waynesville's Aaron Coons joins me in a couple minutes, but first, what I saw last week. Last Thursday... Sagamo Girls Golf, Pleasant Plains' Elena Irvin wins medalist, and the Williamsville Bullets complete the three-peat for the conference crown. On Friday, boy, was it good to get back to some football. I was in New Berlin for week five and got my first look at the Olympia Spartans, a very impressive group. They will be a force in 3A in the postseason. New Berlin is a good team as well. Just a very tough Sagamo slate this season, as you'll hear Aaron and I talk about in a few minutes. Big wins on Friday for Williamsville as well as MacArthur. On Saturday, I was at Lincoln Park to see some cross-country. Becca Heitzig dominates. The Glenwood girls take the team title, even with a major injury, and the boys' race comes down to Mount Zion's Julian Baker and Taylorville's Owen Morgan finishing in a close race. On Monday, got to see some Sagamo soccer. The Williamsville Bullets dominate Riverton. They will be a tough out in 1A come playoff time. Then, it was Sagamon County Tournament Championship Night, and Pleasant Plains handles business to beat Athens to continue their run of dominating the county tournament. On Tuesday, Waited out the storm that pushed the soccer game to Wednesday, so I caught some volleyball instead. Rochester beat Sacred Heart Griffin in straight sets. Both teams continue to improve, but are likely out of the conference race. We'll get to that shortly on Wednesday night. Rochester soccer hosting Glenwood in a game we had to wait a day to see. And of course, we needed 100 minutes of action plus penalty kicks to decide a winner. Christian Ray and Landon Kutcher score the goals in the game. And Rochester wins it in penalty kicks 4-2. Rochester is the final undefeated team in the CS8. They will travel to Springfield next Thursday with a chance to win the CS8 outright. Alright, what's coming up on Channel 1450? Thursday night, the biggest volleyball game we've had in a long time. Lincoln travels north to take on normal U-High. The Pioneers, fresh off their city title, looking to all but lock up the Central State 8 Conference title. The final two undefeated teams in the CS8. A big heavyweight matchup between U-High and Lincoln on Thursday at U-High. I mean, this could be a preview of a 3A super sectional. Honestly, it's it's going to be a good one. Also Thursday, watch out for Pleasant Plains at Porta Volleyball and Olympia at Williamsville Volleyball. After the Bullets beat the Cardinals on the road on Tuesday, Porta is the other undefeated left in the Sagamo besides the Bullets. On Friday, I will be in Chatham for the big one, Sacred Heart Griffin vs. Glenwood. We will also have highlights of MacArthur at Eisenhower, Moreau Forsyth at Olympia, New Berlin at Williamsville, and Jacksonville at Lincoln Football. On Saturday, Rochester football is at Lamphere on Saturday night. It's a 7 p.m. start on the north side at Memorial Stadium. Moving to Monday, Pleasant Plains is at Lincoln for volleyball. SHG is at QD for volleyball, and Rochester is at Triad for soccer. Next Tuesday, Glenwood is at Rochester for volleyball. Moreau Forsyth is at Pleasant Plains. New Berlin is at Athens, and Porta is at Williamsville in Sagamo volleyball action. All right, speaking of Williamsville, it's time to talk some bullet football with the guy who's about to pass Paul Jenkins for the most wins all time as head coach of the Williamsville Bullets. Not only is the field named after Paul Jenkins, but there's quite the family tie in case you didn't know. Let's get to this great conversation with Aaron Coons. All right, I'd like to welcome in Coach Aaron Coons to the podcast this week, and we're going to talk a lot football, but I want to start first with talking a little bit about being a dad, talking about Seth. Um, what is the biggest thing or the the biggest adjustment with him leaving the house and not being at the house and not living at the house anymore that maybe you didn't expect or you didn't know would come that you're having to deal with right now? You know, um, he was gone so much 
for the last two years really once he got his license you know helping you guys yeah. doing all this doing all the stuff here um, doing the you know being in musicals and and madrigals and 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 working I mean he worked a lot at the rail too so right. he wasn't home a lot uh-huh. you know um, so that's that's not that big of a change but I guess the biggest change is just just when he's upset about something you know you're always there mm-hmm. and you could when he's here you could comfort him or help him or or tell him to to get his crap together or whatever yeah. you know but when he's when he's gone it's way, that's way harder uh-huh. you know when he when he's down about something or you know I, even I, he's honestly been a little homesick and and like when you really can't do a whole lot you know talk talk with him on the phone and and uh you know do your best to, to cheer him up but um and that was early on you know now he now he's he, he's bebopping around a lot more and yeah. and i you know he just misses he just misses the life of of what he had here yeah. broadcasting i mean uh-huh. and and you know the the you know music and all that too i think he misses that also but mm-hmm. you know he he when he was a freshman here he got to come in and and basically start running uh, running a production yeah. of, of whatever he wanted. And yeah. now he's a freshman again, and, and he's having to experience people ahead of him right. and or older than him. And so I think that for him is like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm ready to I'm ready to do what I was doing at at Williamsville, and yeah. just not happening. So um, that's a long answer to to what, but I, I you know just not not being able to to be there for him in in the way you used to be able to or or almost push him kick him in the butt and yeah. when, when when he when he's there but i'll tell you he's he's the biggest bullet fan he he probably he's he was super worried about me last week i mean he's he's <laughs> talking to beard and other people and yeah. seeing how i'm doing and um so he was he was the first call i got Friday night after the big Super win, cool. so Had yeah. To be, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because, like you said, as as a dad and as a parent, you're you're just so used to being being able to be there, and that's like that's probably eighty percent of you know the comfort is there. You're just there, so you can feel that, and you can just give them a hug. And so, yeah, that's got to be tough to to say, okay, you know, hey, let's talk through this. But I mean, that's that's easier said than done. Yeah, yeah, especially the the first week or two that, mm-hmm. that he's gone when there wasn't football going on or stuff to keep it keep him busy you know right yeah that's right yeah. yeah and you know liz liz has she talks to him probably more i mean she's busy too but she 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 probably talks to him more but she uh you know she, that was a struggle too just with because she was down for, she was down for a couple weeks too mm-hmm. and and it's like man we got to get this house going and poor elise <laughs> she's just she's just like Come on, guys. guys I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's it, but it's it's definitely been an adjustment. But you know, we're excited because we feel like he's he's in the place where he wants to be, and right. even even with the adjustment, he's, you know, he he would send video, you know, when they beat K State, and he's you know he's run on the field with the rest. Yeah. I mean, those kind of things are he'll never forget that. That's what college you know. is for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Super so. Cool. All right, let's talk. Um, let's go to last week first of all. Um, what a game! I mean, you, you know what you know what's coming when it's Athens, and you you and Coach Knox are so close now. It's probably just like okay, who's going to execute the best? Because there's not many tricks, there's not many things that you didn't know about Athens uh, going into that game. Um, but for it to come down like that, I mean, it just adds another chapter to this this rivalry that's really something special because. 
because of that relationship, because of these two schools, because of how good both programs are, um, and that all culminates into, you know, an overtime game in, in week five that really felt like it was a quarterfinal game almost. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I had a couple people, a couple different people say that could be one of the best Sangamo games ever. Um, and, you know, in 15, they beat us in all, the, almost the exact opposite fashion. We got the ball first, we scored, kicked, and then, um, and then they, in the OT, and then, and then they scored and went for two and, yeah. and play action passed us and got it. So, um, but yeah, it, it's there. There's so much respect between between our staffs, and you know what he's done there. You know is incredible. You know he plays up. He, you know some years they're one A and they're playing a lot of two A and three A, and now 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 they're pretty. You know they're they're two A this year, yeah. and, and they were last year. But you know they're always playing bigger schools, and you know the for for them, you know they want to win the conference, and, and there's no doubt they want to win the conference, but. For all of us, in the end of the day, the conference is what it is. It, it, the main thing that, that we all want to be is ready for week 10. Mm-hmm. And um, this conference gets gets us all there. But, but for a team that plays up, it I think it's really helpful, you know. You talked about kind of that the staff and what he's built there. Um, and just that respect that you guys have – how does that develop? That's just something that really takes time with you guys. I mean, with you and Coach Knox, um, I'm sure 20 years ago it was probably a little bit different. But I mean, like right now, like I said, you guys, I mean, you guys probably talk once or twice a week, and just you know, you're sharing those type of things. And as a program, you both are building, like you said, to best represent the Sagamo Conference. And I think that you guys have absolutely done that. Yeah, I mean, there, there's no doubt that he that he's a good friend of mine, and and really, I, I I'm pretty close with, with quite a few of the coaches in the conference because I just, you know, I, I think that that's important. You know, I think it's important that, hey, in the end, you know, yeah, we're going to play once once a year no matter what. But in the end, you know, I might need advice from you, you know, during the playoffs. We might need help with film during the playoffs because, you know, if it – if you are playing a, a team that maybe a, that one of our teams has, they're gonna we're gonna help each other. And you know, definitely, you get close doing this because, especially head coaches, because as as many great assistants that as that I have, you know, it's kind of lonely sometimes being the head coach because there's just so many things that that are non X's and O's that that we have to deal with that that. I wouldn't want my assistants to have to deal with, but it it's not easy. Yeah. And to be able to talk to other head coaches about that, and Ryan and I have, you know, we've had a lot of discussions about being a head coach. We've, you know, there's been times where, you know, we've both been kind of in a slump and gotten together and, and, and you know, it helped, helped each other out. So, um, you know, I think, I think, I, I try to be as friends with, with all the guys as I can. And I, and I, you know, I'm, I'm, pretty much the old man now and, and as far as the the conference goes and um you know that when coach Bates was in that role he was always he was always really good to me and I I just feel like it's important to to look out for all the all the head coaches and and the staffs and 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 try to be friends I've talked I think I talked with him last week about it with Derek Leonard about that that fact of being the head coach and having the right guys underneath you and I know we've talked about your staff before and Derek's staff before of um, 
you have to have guys that you can trust, but you also have a lot of guys on your staff, just like Derek does. You probably have over a handful of guys that could be a head coach talent-wise anywhere in terms of X's and O's or just their resume, whatever. Um, but how important do you think that is as, as the head coach of the Bullets to have those guys with you and to say not only do you have those guys on your staff and that knowledge, but also that type of understanding of, okay, you do have to deal with a lot of stuff. As long as they get their stuff done, it makes the machine run a little bit better. No doubt. I mean, right now there's 13 of us, so I've got 12 assistants, and I and four of them have been head coaches. I mean, four of them have been successful head coaches at other places. Yeah. So that's unbelievable. So they, you know, they get that. Those guys get, you know, what I go through to that extent. But they also know, hey, I'm coach. I'm an assistant because this is what I want to do. Yeah. I want to coach defense. I want to coach special teams. I want to coach a position, you know. Um, so it's huge for me to be able to focus on what I need to focus on outside of X's and O's because I, I, I do trust all my coaches to get – that done now I love coaching defense and I it's so it's a lot more fun coaching defense than some of these other things you know (laughs) yeah but but like last week it was a you know it was just a huge game after you know after a loss and I, I felt like last week I I was able to focus more on D than I had been doing you know and and that's so much fun yeah you know um, and you can tell just in your eyes how much you th- that you really mean that, and how much passion you have for that aspect of the job. Like oh, that's definitely. I mean, that's, that's the thing that keeps you, know, you going. Coach Pat, yeah. Coach Patty came in oh or in, in thirteen. He came in thirteen, and I was the DC slash head coach up until fourteen. He 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 took it over in fourteen because I just saw a how good how you know how good he is. Mm-hmm. And B, you know, what this was becoming. Mm-hmm. And for me to, to spend all the time drawing up the plays and, and coming up with, with all the game plan and all that, it just wasn't going to be feasible. And I had a guy that, that had done it and that's good at it. So um, now, if, if, I could, if I could do that and, and, and everything would be okay, then I'd love to still, you know, run the D not necessarily call it on Fridays that doesn't but just like just pour all my all my time into that it it, I love that yeah there's no doubt I don't want to I don't want to sound like the the new guy so to speak and say um you know that because I know things have changed in terms of head coaches um in the last 10 years let alone 20 and 30 um you know when we talk about you know just the way that you do film where it used to be you know, you had to you had to run it to other places and you know record it and do all that stuff. And now you know it can all be done on Huddle and all that stuff. So, as a head coach, I'm gonna ask you um, how how much have those other duties have changed from when you started to now? Like with the film, or just you know other oh, things that you have to okay. deal with. You know well, what I mean? the like, managerial like, like stuff. Some of the big like some of the biggest things are you know when I started there were thirty eight guys now we've got 85 yeah. so you know you're you're just dealing you're 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 coaching so many more kids so when you have more kids you know there's more things that come up with grades and you know being in trouble and 
you know, dealing with that side of it, the discipline side of it. Well, logistics of feeding and, you know, right, right. practice and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then going out and coaching 85 guys yeah. versus 40. Now we have a lot more coaches, but it's still, that that's, that's a big one. Um, communicating with, with parents, um, you know, has been, I've gotten so much better at that. Like, you know, I send out a weekly plan that's very, you know, very thorough. And, yeah. and the, it used to be, Kids, we're going to practice, you know, Monday through Thursday, and 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 then when our game's going to be Friday, you know, yeah. it was like, yeah. I just feel like I I do a much better job with with communicating, and that that part of it takes takes a lot of time, you know. When I in in two thousand and three, I wasn't sitting down to do any podcasts, you know, I wasn't yeah. there. The, there was no cameras, hardly ever, really in in front of us too. So that's that's not a huge time, but you know, it it's it, 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 yeah. it, it it's there's definitely time in, in, in the interviewing. And then, you know, now we're, we're doing a lot more with, with culture stuff and, you know, our book study uh, that, that we're doing. And we're doing it right now. A lot of times we've done that in the, in the summer. But that, that's, also a, that's also a big time commitment with preparing each week for, for the book study and, and things like that. So just there's just a lot more, a lot more things outside of X's and O's that, that, I, that for sure I deal with. One more thing on last week in Athens, and just just a general question of, you know, when you're going to overtime, and you talked about it in the interview, so I don't want to double down, but what are your thoughts on the overtime rules? I mean, is that the best way to solve that? You know, I I, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I like. I don't the know what you do differently in times of, in rules. High school, I yeah. mean, you could make it harder to score maybe maybe go from go, go for a little bit further but but they're, they're in high but, school yeah and and yeah you know you here you're you're either going to most teams are going to be able to get seven or get three and so that makes it exciting like and that's i think kind of how it is and you know with college to yeah. an extent um but no i i i think it's good i, I think it's i think it's fun yeah. you know like hey we're getting the ball at the 10 you're getting the ball at the 10. Now, I think for a spread team, it's it's not as advantageous as it is for a team that, you know, that has 11 guys around the around the football just because spread is, you know, you're you're more you, you spacing is so much more important. Mm-hmm. So, I I don't think that we necessarily have a, an advantage once we get down in that area, but but we've got things that we're doing or that, that we're good at in there too, but um, yeah, we just we just knew that you know we've talked about it a little bit. Like Athens is going to be really hard to stop from 10, 10 yards. Right, I think and, advantageously that that plays to them. I mean, right. they're going to oh, yeah. get they're going to yeah. get ten yards in four plays. I can promise you that. Yeah, especially, unless, unless especially you have this year's big, team. a I mean, big big play where you would you know you would catch somebody behind the line of scrimmage, which. Even even when we did that Friday, we had we had that happen a couple times. But just tackling those guys, so such a challenge. Yeah. And, and you know, and and so yeah, it was it was going to be tough to get a stop to keep them out of the end zone, no question. But you know, we've been we're, we're pretty we've been pretty good inside the ten too. We're just usually some of our touchdowns are are from longer range so it's just that's definitely a, a difference but i think that i think the rules are are great and i think it's super exciting i mean i don't know that i just watched it back you know and and watched the highlights and 
man, this place maybe was as loud as it's ever been. <laughs> I mean, it was, and I and we haven't had a we haven't had a overtime game here yeah. s- since I've been the head coach. I'm pretty sure. I don't yeah. think we've played in one here since I've been the head coach. So cool. it, it it was it is exciting for the for the fans and absolutely it, it and you know like that type of ending. We're inches away from winning. We're inches away from losing. So it, it, it probably doesn't get much better than that for the fans. We talked about Josh's leadership a couple of weeks ago leading into the Olympia game. How much did he grow up in these last two weeks, and how much more do you see from him in these last two weeks? Because, I mean, to experience what you guys did at, at Olympia, that can send him one of two ways. Which right. way did he go? Oh, he, he got so much better last week. And – you know what? We did a better job coaching him. Like we we made some, we 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 really looked at a lot of things that we were doing and said, "Hey, this isn't working. We've got we've got to change." And one of them was was what we were doing with him in practice. You know, like I love playing guys one way. Josh Josh had been playing both ways, and and for a first year QB to on the O night or on the defensive night, not be able to get hardly any reps on offense, really, it, it's one thing if it's a guy that's been your starter for three years, but it's another for a guy that hasn't. So, you know, like Jake, for example, Connor, for example, they they got to work offense every night, yeah. you know. And, you know, people have different perspective of this. You know, I've heard, you know, Ken Leonard talk about how he wants all his dudes on the field as much as he can. And, and I just, my perspective of it is I want to get as many guys that we can get on the field to get the job done, to, to practice their, their one position all week. And the quarterback I think is huge with that. So, so we've, we've kind of said, Hey, Josh is going to be ready to play D, but he's going to practice. O. and, um, I think, he to see where he went from Monday to even Thursday of last week was huge. So he he was great even mentally, you know, in the Olympia game. Like he was he was a great leader and um, he. But it was really I feel like we we had to come up with a better plan for him to to get it done and 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 we we, we condensed some things. But he just got a lot more throws in. He got a lot more snaps in and. It, you know, it it showed up Friday night. Uh, Leanna came back and said he was pissed off that nobody drafted him in fantasy because, <laughs> hey, he threw what five touchdowns and uh, that's a good thing. I mean, right, right. You know, one of those things where that could go either way, where he could come out and you know things could go wrong against Athens in the first quarter, and then mentally he says, "This is two games in a row. Like maybe this isn't like maybe I'm not supposed to be the quarter." You know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff like that where. That's the type of kid. It seems like where I mean, he's going to find a way. Yeah, he's he's mentally confident. He's he's not he's not gonna he's never going to quit. You know, he's he's a three year starter for us, and you know he's been important with baseball to their to their program last year as their catcher. Like he, you know, like he's yeah. he's a bulldog. He's gonna he's gonna he's he's tough. He's tough mentally, and um, he he was he, you know, he. I sat down with him last Sunday and said, "Look, we're going to focus you more on O." And he was all about playing both ways, and and I think he understood, like, yeah, this is harder than I thought it would be, mm-hmm. you know, for a first year guy. Yeah. So, um, now, 
it, if we need him, we've got him. Like he he's been he's been playing D forever. He, he you know we're gonna have him ready. Absolutely. For and, and the other night he went in he went in, um, you know, uh, before half. You know we thought no this would be a good time to have him because mm-hmm. we you know they might throw a little bit more. So yeah. So I I think that's the best way to use him right now. In such a instant gratification you know super reaction we need to we need to say this or you know we need to do this um coming out of olympia you guys losing on the road to olympia um you know the conversation could quickly turn to oh man are they going to get to five wins five six wins because you know you you got athens you got you got new berlin you got you got you know maroa still ahead um how do you as a coach just make sure to you know temper and just say hey we know what we did we know what we did wrong Let's use this and not not overreact to anything because in this day and age, that's what everyone wants to do is just say, "Oh my God, the world like, yeah, the, the walls are caving in right now." <laughs> I mean, it's when 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 we lose a, a a regular season game. I mean, it's it's it it. I mean, you're just looking at what we've done. It it, has, it doesn't happen a lot. No. So like the the thing for the world to fall, oh, you know, the world <laughs> to collapse when that happens, is is what some sometimes people would think would happen i mean and it's not easy and it's not easy for anybody to, to lose but the expectations for for us are are really high i mean and um but we we definitely had a a long staff meeting i mean a long staff meeting and said what we're doing right now isn't going to work like um it and and you'd rather learn that in week yeah, five yeah. than we Twelve. Yeah, you know? and yeah, for sure. And then, and and then, in what we also met, I met with the, all the players right after school on Monday. I met with some of the seniors and some of the position guys. I mean, I did a lot. I talked to a lot of people on Sunday, players and coaches included. But um, we definitely uh, on Monday had a long meeting with the varsity kids, with with uh, mainly me, just me, with, with a couple other coaches, and it was just like, here's what has to happen. Like, so there, it wasn't like we were like, eh, we'll be fine. Like, we, yeah. we definitely looked at the situation and um, assessed it, and I think we made some great changes. Now, if we don't come out and get a heck of a lot better this week, it's not going to matter. Like, right. the, the, we really improved last week, but we're not anywhere close to our ceiling. Like, we're going to have to really improve this week and the next week. And, and, and like we said, in the end, it's about week 10 and, and being where you need to be week 10. Obviously, you got to get to week 10. Mm-hmm. But um, we just we just know, like, one of, one of our players said it the other day. They said, it's not about Athens this week. It's about getting better every day to getting where we want to be. And that's that's so true. In that same conversation, um, I know I've talked about it already, but I think it's important to ask you, in terms of the Sagamo Conference, this is the deepest that it might have ever been. It's There's there's multiple teams that can win state titles, and then there's teams that can win four games that you don't want to play. Right. It, it, I, I, overall, I think I've told you is that I think the best it's, it's been since I've been coaching in it. Um, yeah, there's there's you're, you're, there's no easy ones, you know. There's no there there's so many there's so many teams that are so vastly improved from last year. Like I feel like 
almost everybody's better than they were a year ago. And um, that's rare. You know, it just seems like this group of seniors throughout the conference is really good. And, and you know, there's just a lot of good things going on at a, at a lot of these schools. And that's fun. I mean, that's that's like you said, to get to week 10, that's exactly what you want. But, man, yeah, yeah. it's just it's every, a, there's some really good teams, I think. Right. Yeah. It, and, it, and and and. I mean, we've always been prepared going into the playoffs, I feel like. But I think this year it it's really going to be maybe the most prepared we are. And, and, and the thing, too, is, like, you see all kinds of things. You know, we, now we're seeing Olympia and, and, and what they do offensively is really unique, you know. So we get them with their triple option. You know, Athens with with the wing tee. We see some really, really good spread teams. Obviously, Maroa is a machine. I mean, they 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 haven't had a close game yet. So we're going to see, you know, going to, to, to defend them and do what play against their defense is going to be a real challenge. New Berlin this week, you know, last week threw it 50 times. I mean, they can really throw it. Like, we, it's, this conference is going to prepare us to be ready from, from week one to week nine, you know. So it, 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 it's definitely, and I've said it to coaches. I think I think this could be the best the best it's been, and that's got to be exciting for you. Like you said, as you know, the old man of the group to say uh, to have the conference being the best it's ever been at this point is is huge for the conference, but it's also huge for for you guys as a program to be okay. Like you said, you lose one game, and the expectation is, oh my gosh, what's wrong with Williamsville? And it's like this conference is so hard, and you guys have been that team for the last since you've been here right well yeah since for, for a while we have and um but but there's no doubt that that there's some you know Maroa coming in is is has definitely upped up the ante right yeah. like they've 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 been amazing i mean they've they've played for i think what two state titles since they've been in the conference and and you know been in the you know semis last year and then then you know Athens is 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 making deep runs all the time Auburn's been what they've been I mean it's just it, it, it's been really good I just feel like bottom to top this year it, it everyone's better right there's teams that we, we didn't just discuss in terms of like Auburn and Plains right who have <laughs> incredible offense like they're those are teams that I mean I would put up against a lot of teams in the state if they were to get to five wins to say, hey, yeah. that's, this team's favored. Like they're they're that good, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. They have so many weapons, so many, so many incredible weapons that yeah, it's 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 scary and it and it's not. It's it it's going to be work every week, no doubt. I know you probably don't want to talk about it. You're not a guy that likes to talk about yourself, but I mean, plain and simple, what does this what does this win mean for you? What does the numbers mean for you? You know, I I really didn't think it would even come out like because it's you know there's been two coaches here and one was one was a man that I deeply love and um, he's part of my family and um, it's it's not like hey I'm gonna have more wins than the last coach because the last coach started the program he and. If, if who knows if he didn't come here when football would have even gotten here like yeah. he was a you know he pl- he played at Mizzou he was a I mean he was a D1 football player and he came here and 
you know, if if Aaron Coons, who, you know, played, you know, didn't play any college football, came and said, hey, I want to start a football program, you know, that, that might not happen, you know, or, or someone like me. It, it took it took Paul Jenkins to, to come to this community and to say, we want to get this done to, to get this thing started. So, um, and then, you know, he gave me a chance to, to be here and be on his staff and uh, and and as a as a grandpa, you know, there's there's no better in my mind. Like he, what what he, what he did for for, and as a dad, there there's no better. So what, just an amazing man. So I don't know. Like it's it's amazing. It it just shows how many great players that that I've gotten to coach since I've been here. How many great assistant coaches I've had, and and that I'm getting old. You know, so, <laughs> but it it. You know, it, it it's a cool deal, and you know, I I I know he would be happy for me, so that that that's makes it all better. When you walk out on that field and you see his name up there every single day, like you just said, knowing what he did for for you and for the program, and just to to get it started, um, how much does it help fuel you to to say, hey, we got to keep this thing rolling? Like this is. He put it in my hands for a reason, and now this is my responsibility. Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no doubt that 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 me taking over for him was a huge honor. Um, and then, you know, what's happened since has been out, outstanding. But yeah, I, I, I think there, the pressure to be amazing is never going to go away here, and that's 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 what what we've built now, and that's and that's just where we're at. And is it harder? than the other some way in some ways yeah like the the pressure to to not lose a game or or, or to go nine and zero every year i mean that that's a lot of pressure but you know that it's a pressure that that is a privilege in, in a lot of ways it's it's not easy but you know we it, it's something that's definitely hard but special and to to you know when i when i go to football clinics and speak and to be able to say that there's been two coaches in, in one school um, in, o- over the last 50 year, 53 years, I think, I mean that's that's unheard of. And for it to be my father-in-law, and yeah, it it to to to, to take the field in his name is is always special, and we want to we want to we want to make him proud. When you took the job, um, obviously you're just looking for number one, and then number two. Um, did you ever think that it would get to this point? You get to this many wins. You know, the the, the first year we had we had uh, six seniors and eight juniors, and we started a bunch of, of a bunch of sophomores. And and you know, I those six seniors and eight juniors, they were awesome. I mean, they did everything I asked, um, and we won one game. I mean, we were we were not we were not a, a, a great football team, but they were great kids. They were coachable. They worked hard. They did what I asked, and you know, after that year, I really looked in the mirror and said, "We've got the sophomores that were going to be juniors. There were a bunch that started, and we had the eight seniors that we had were were a real solid group." And I said, "Honestly, if I don't get this done this year, like maybe this isn't for me." So I no, I didn't expect <laughs> this at all. I you know, I didn't know how long it would go. So. And we went seven and two that year, and 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 since that first year, we've only missed the playoffs one time. And you know what's so so? No, I don't think so. Like, well, you, we, 
you and I also had many conversations in the last three years about how much things have changed, how the the hurdles that were thrown at you with COVID, with everything like that, to where coaching is completely different now. And like you said, the scale of things, the, the things that you have to deal with. Um, I mean, I'm glad you're still the head coach, but there was times where that maybe wasn't something that you thought you'd still be coaching at this point. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely days, you know, that are hard, real hard. And, and then when you when, when you are missing out on, you know, your families, like like Elise, you know, she played softball this year, and, and I didn't get to go to many of her games. I mean, that, that, that stuff is hard. Um, but then, you know, like the magic of Friday night happens last Friday, and you're like, how could I ever not do this? Yeah. You know, like it – so it is a roller coaster, and everyone, you know, Ryan would tell you that, Josh would tell you that, you know, you know, all the all the guys would would tell you. I mean, it it there there are some times where it can be pretty pretty tough. But man, when when it's when it, when you're at the top of the coaster, I don't know if there's any better feeling. When you you just talked about you know the the program and the athletic program and what you deal with in terms of pressure, privilege, the the excellence of Williamsville and what you guys have built here. What's what's still to come? Um, how much does it help you to have such good friends? in this community and on these staffs and coaching other teams here to be able to not only communicate, but also just form a team instead of having to deal with it yourself. Um, what you have with Nick and those guys, I mean, it's gotta be just such a huge support system to help yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, first of all, with my own staff, I mean, we're a tight group and I, and you know, during, during the season, we're definitely together more, more often then than, than during the off season. But, but those guys are, are so hugely supportive and, and, and are so helpful and have, have done so much that, and, and we're friends and we, and we root for each other and we battle for each other. So that's huge. And then, yeah, you know, Nick and I are, Nick and I are best of friends and, and we're there for each other. And so that helps a lot too. Like he and I and, and Paul too, we can, we can all talk about, you know, things that we're going through that, that, that we can sit down and, and there's there's no doubt that we help each other and give each other advice and we have a lot of fun together and um, so so it's special for sure the relationships that we have. Last one in terms of this this football season and this year and what you guys have dealt with the last two weeks and where you're at and like you said you talked about having those conversations last week. Um, what is the ceiling for this team? Do you feel like you can play 14 games again? Not today. Not where we're at today. Do I feel but like ceiling we could is the, get but there? Is the ceiling there? Yes. The, the, the feel. The, the yes. Could we get there for sure? Yeah. I mean, I think we're we're you know we're we're moving up that we're moving up that floor. But but there's a lot of room. There's a lot of room to improve. And but I've told them all along. You guys are you guys are super talented. And and this could be this could be as good as it gets. You know. Um, and, and I do believe that, but we, we have a lot, a lot to improve on, but you know, we've got, you know, we've got week six, week seven, week eight, week nine left. And, and there's some really tough, tough games, four tough games there. Really tough, yeah. And then, and then I'm, I'm excited to think about where we're going to be at that time. If, if the kids continue to improve like we did last week, now, you know, this week's homecoming, this week's we had a great win you know like guys 
we and 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 we will be better. You know, we will, we won't let that happen. We are not going to let a letdown happen. Right. But yeah, I yeah for sure. I think we got a shot to, to to make a deep run and and hopefully play on Thanksgiving weekend if we continue to improve. Okay, one more bonus one now that you talked about it and said it. Um, for you to have the chance to to get this win milestone <laughs> against New Berlin, it almost seems like it's a movie in terms of you know just your connections and that that aspect of things. Um, what does that do to you mentally? I mean, does that do, does that weigh into anything that you think about this week? No, not really. I mean, I I really just want to get it over with. You know, <laughs> like to be honest with you, I want it to be done. Um, now, uh, I love my my years at New Berlin. I I tell people all the time I had some of the greatest high school experiences I think anybody had. We had great we had great teachers. My coaches were were amazing. Um, there's a lot of guys that. There's no doubt I'm coaching now because they were just so good. And, you know, Coach Harris will be here Friday night. And, he, you know, he and Coach Jacobs, who, you know, he's been, he's been a great foot, Hall of Fame football coach in a lot of places. I would never have played football if those guys didn't really get me into it. So I, my plan wasn't to be a football player ever. And they, they kind of made me slash convinced me to give it a <laughs> shot. And then it was my favorite by far. Um, but so... That that New Berlin's very special to me, and you know it 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 it's difficult to to say. You know, my parents still live there, and so so yes, it's definitely special to me. And I don't know if it's good or bad, you know, right, to, yeah. to try to get this win against New Berlin or not. But it, people would think it's a great story. I just I just want it to be done. <laughs> awesome! Thanks for your time. Good luck this week. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Thanks to Coach Coons for his time and great insight. I always enjoy chatting with him, and this one was no different. That's it for this week's podcast. I appreciate you all listening and sharing. I'll see you next week.